Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back here with Mary Gugusberg, our MKG parent coach. Yes, that's the name of her company. And we're going to talk to her today more about the work she does uh, helping families, uh, children, adolescents, parents, right, everywhere uh, with the work she does. And ladies and gentlemen, you are not alone when it comes to parenting. And I don't know why my camera went off. That was spooky. How are you today? Good. It's good to see you too. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you so much. Pleasure to have you back here as always. Uh, For new timers, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the work you do at MKG Parent Coaching, please. Yeah. So blessed to support parents in this journey of raising their kiddos. MKG Parent Coach, it stands for helping parents show up with mindfulness, kindness, and gratitude in every parenting situation. And it doesn't just pertain to parents, right? I have teachers that I've worked with. I have grandparents that I've worked with. All of us needs to, we need to build our toolkit. So MKG Parent Coach, you can find me online at that exact mkgparentcoach.com, social MKG Parent Coach on Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn by my name. Perfect. And go to the website. And you also mentioned to go online for what does PAWS stand for? Tell us about that. Yeah, so I created an online course to really have that time for a parent to just practice the parenting pause. So it's being present, attentive, understand, support, and then explore solutions together. We'll talk a little bit about the understand one today. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, So this is uh, compassionate, right? Conversations is what we're talking about today. And it's all about when trying to commute with our, uh, communicate, I should say, with our family members. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about that. Yeah. So let me know if this resonates that, you know, you're trying to have a conversation with your kiddo, whether they just walked in the door after school or fill in the blank, whatever time. And you might get the grumble response. You might get a one word. I remember um, a client telling me that, you know, I don't know. That's three words, but my my kiddo will go, and you literally, you know, because of the intonation that, oh, they just said, I don't know, but is kind of the response, right? And then I've also had clients that say they have to yell that that's the only way their kiddo seems to hear them. So if you relate to that, Jill, you said it, right? Guilty. You're not alone. Yep. Oh, yeah. Get your homework now. Do it. Because you get so frustrated. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And, and Ugh, you've asked care tactics. <laughs> yes. You've asked 10 times and finally you're like, we've mm-hmm. all exploded. I call it flip your lid. Yeah. Because um, there is no such thing as a perfect parent. We're not. And this is that opportunity, whether it's through the online course, you schedule time with myself. It's that opportunity to just build your toolkit. And you're doing that right now by listening to a podcast, right? It's helping me have those the tools so that I can show up for my loved ones. Mm-hmm. Which is super important, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so what I like to start when I talk about um, compassionate conversations is that power over parenting or communication or that power under. And even just saying the word power can make someone, it can be a trigger word, right? Mm -hmm. When we have that power over, when we're in a communications with our kiddos, some some ideas help 
just to help you understand what I mean, is you might blame others. Well, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's so-and-so's fault. And then if you're um, using um, power under, it's you blame yourself. Yeah. Well, I didn't get everything done yeah. because, and you blame yourself. So what we strive for is that parenting with, that's that pause program. How do I show up? Mm-hmm. Another one that I like to um, call out is you're, you're, you're judging, you're judging others. Obviously that would be parenting over where if you're parenting under True. now we're self-deprecating We're we're taking this whole message of, I can't do anything. I'm, you know, the, sh- the should, the shaming. Um, and then there could also be that neutral ground of that parent that's parenting over that says, you do as I say. Mm-hmm. And then the power under might be, huh, just do whatever you want. Whatever you want. That's when we throw up the white flag as a parent. We surrender. And we and what, what I bless to do in coaching is just really help parents find that parenting with that so that you do find that middle ground so yeah and and jill even as i said that i'm guessing your own body went oh she knows what i'm dealing with as a mom yeah and and where i call like yeah exactly exactly but how great to think we have these tools and if you like when you heard that and if a parent is going oh mary how do i flip the switch how Mm -hmm. do i change that and that's when I just invite, jump in, go to my website. Yep. There's a calendar schedule time right on there. You mm-hmm. can schedule time. And and I do start with, what do you love about being a parent? And then we talk about the bumpies yeah. because it's there's a lot of challenges. Last week, I spent a lot of time talking with a, a client about chores mm-hmm. and how do we get our kids to put their shoes away, do their homework, help in the kitchen. I mean, whatever the family value comes around when it comes to those chores. And this parent was surprised to think that this age kiddo could do some of these chores that are really very age appropriate. Mm -hmm. When a kiddo serves in the home, it's just as important as knowing that I can serve in my community. Family is just as important. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And and it ties with those family values. When I do coaching, that's where I start is talking about everybody come together. Let's talk about our family values. And then that plays really nice into having these compassionate conversations because we value our family. We value our family time. We value. Interesting. Well, how do we, <laughs> you know, change these patterns and behaviors and communicate better? Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing, it, it, it's truly head and heart work. Mm-hmm. It is both, I'm going to build my toolkit with my brain, but I'm also going to show up with love. Yep. So that's why I call it that compassionate conversation. This is all based on okay. the work by um, Marshall Rosenberg, and his is nonviolent communication. So when we step into this, there's four components. It's what are we observing? Whether I see it, I feel it, I I heard it. Um, then we move into feelings. Mm-hmm. Every feeling equals a need. Okay. And then we talk about those needs. Mm-hmm. What do I need? And then we talk about those requests. And we I like to build that that to be how can we explore this together? How can we use this request to really truly enrich each person's person's life? 
It's pretty cool, pretty powerful. And sometimes when I start talking about this, parents are like, this is so much stuff. Uh, it's a lot easier to just keep yelling. And, and that's where I want to just empower you now as a parent to say, let's just try it. Mm-hmm. Can't hurt work, to try. Work together and see. And this might be what gets your kiddo to now open up more. It might really help them look at. Um, one visual I like to use is an iceberg, right? So mm-hmm. if you've ever, whether you've been on the ocean and seen an actual iceberg okay. or you can visualize from a book, is when we're talking to have these conversations and truly back to that every feeling equals a need, our kiddo might be throwing a temper tantrum. They might be, we do it too. Um, <laughs> and, and it might be, they're throwing a temper tantrum. We personally might use negative words. We might, oh, why did I do that? That self-talk, that negative self-talk. And so that's what we see above. The behavior is what we see in the top part of the iceberg. But then we step into what's happening underneath. Peel the layers back. Yep. And, you know, when I was getting um, a good friend of mine, she uses the, the phrase, your kiddo's behavior is just their best attempt to get their needs met with the tools they have. I want to say that again. Yeah. Your kiddo's behavior is uh-huh. just their best attempt to get their needs met with the tools they have. True. Yeah. Yeah. So when they are throwing the temper tantrum in the grocery store because you're not buying them the latest and greatest candy or it's Halloween time, you're not getting the treats that they were hoping to have. Well, it's that's their way of getting their need. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to hear why you think I can't have, you know, the 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 suckers today or fill in the blank because that's the, the tool they have. Yeah. You can visualize that, can't you? No, I can. I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toy yeah. related with my kids right now, thinking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you mentioned this is the heart and head, head work, right? Yes. What? Yeah. So that's that unpacking that every feeling equals a need. Okay. So if I can have one little way of guiding families around this is practicing a formula. Okay. And it's. The formula for feelings and needs and again this is based on the work of that marshall rosenberg wrote and if we can um visit my website because i have a chart that talks about feelings that are met okay feelings that are not met and needs and it just really helps use that language and then i think we've talked about this before but really giving our kiddos tell me what you're feeling the more we can help them identify and name their feelings. Okay. Now I have language to tame it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Remind us how we contact you. Yeah. So again, that feelings and needs chart and this formula I'm going to give you in a second, mm-hmm. it's on my website. So mkgparentcoach.com and you just click under resources and there's a bunch of free resources on there. And this feeling and needs chart is super helpful my clients will post this someplace that's very visible like on the visible in their home yes <laughs> they the put it on the fridge okay yeah the, the mirror in the bathroom the so you're brushing your teeth and you can be like oh that's what that means or that's what i'm feeling right now the more we give our kiddos those words and jill i would also say when we're talking about um emotions and the feeling words 
is helping them define. Like we'll say, I feel happy. Mm-hmm. I feel sad. I feel mad. Well, there's a, a lot more emotions than the True. common mm-hmm. ones, but really helping them unpack what does that. grief, what does mm-hmm. joy, what does anticipation? Yeah. I mean, all of those different emotions that where am I feeling them in my body? Oh, and once we help them name that, yeah, now it's easier to sit in those uncomfortable times. Sure <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a lot. Do, do you have wonderings? Oh my gosh, I just gave you a ton of things. You're so cute. I wonder. Did you say wonderings instead of questions? I like that. I, I've, I did, yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever heard that. Have you used that on me before? Maybe. I don't no, know. I don't think I have. And I'm like, wonderings. I'm like, does she mean questions? That's I actually do. a great way to look at it. Ah, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to hear somehow, you know, of course, I'm sure you have plenty of people who have the list up right in the house. What do they say about, like, what's like the some of the most, yeah, so which one are we using most on the chart in a sense yeah well it's it's that formula that i haven't shared yet so let me share that and then i'll answer your question is so you say a kiddo had a meltdown yeah Say your partner had a meltdown say you had a meltdown and it's that conversation that really helps this is the formula when you and you get to share you share the action that you saw what you heard what they maybe had done earlier this morning, but you didn't have a chance to walk through it because life is happening. So when you hit your sister, I feel felt and how you felt. I felt hurt. I felt sad. I felt discouraged. Fill in the blank Mm -hmm. because I need, and now you're going to need, name that need. I hope this is explaining why I like to have that chart up, right? Yeah. I need, I need you to respect your sister. I need you to um, treat her the same way you treat the pet. I mean, whatever you need. And then how can we explore this together? How can we really help you see your sister? How can we help you step into another way of, yeah, she took your notebook that you were going to use mm-hmm. for this. She took the tablet. She took, well, what's another way instead of hitting her or throwing something at her? What's another way? So we have, that's that dialogue. So that is how people use this worksheet. So you pin it up and it's those four questions. Okay. I, when you do this, I feel this uh-huh. because I need, um, let's work on a solution together. Our life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a great tool. And and how families use this is there's feeling words that are fulfilled. Like, oh, when I feel this, my cup is full. Then there's a section on this page that's like, oh, this is when my cup is empty or really low mm-hmm. because these are my needs. And when we don't use our words to voice our needs, it's sad for me because we i was raised in a time when oh you you don't tell anyone what you need Mm-mm. no no mary that that's that's you might have you definitely have needs yeah. but you don't we're not able to advocate for ourselves mm-hmm. that's truly a 
my age, I was not brought up that way. <laughs> so yeah. it, it is learning how to help our kiddos advocate for themselves. Interesting. Yeah. We gotta do that more though, because not everybody does. And we don't teach our kids at a young age to really mm, yeah. do all that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one way that might be too is how do you advocate for a voice in your school who might be getting bullied? Well, now you can use this sheet. When Billy got harassed at school, I felt, gosh, talk about empathy, right? Being able to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Well, I need to know that Billy feels safe coming to school. I need to know. So how can I help stand up for Billy? How can and you use these examples. These are great things to use in books that you read. They're great when you're watching a show and you're like, oh, we're going to pause here because that situation goes against my family values and I want to use it as a teaching time. And it is that great opportunity to have, gosh, compassionate conversations, right? There you go. The topic of, uh, of today's show. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, the intention of compassionate conversations, we want to help break those yeah. patterns, which is so hard. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Do you, yeah. do you still have trouble with this? I know you kids are older, but like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Jill, you want to know where I have the most challenge with it? It's my partner. Because <laughs> oh. it does. This is yeah. perfect when it comes to all relationships. All relationships. Got it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not just your kiddos. Um, but if you figure out how to use this, when you do this, I feel this because I need, how can we explore this together? We've done one on screens and screens is a really big one. When you bring your phone to the dinner table, I feel neglected. I feel not seen because I need, I need to know that you want to be with me. Mm -hmm. So how can we explore? How can we explore the solution together? And that's that two-way dialogue. This is not a quick fix. This is that opportunity to really hone in and be like, hey, I love you, person, partner, kiddo, coworker. And we both have these needs. How do we work to get our needs met? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heavy stuff, but super important stuff. Got it. And you also mentioned um, active reflective listening. That's the slowing down, right? Okay, got it, got it, got it. It's funny because yeah. my internet's so slow, so I keep refreshing your notes. And unfortunately, yes. they're sticking. So I apologize if I'm back to reflective listening. I, I'm like trying to pull no it up. <laughs> and it's funny. No I, wanted, I wanted to print them out today, too. Now, the printer's not working. But anyway, because this is good That's stuff good. today. You have a lot. You have a lot for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Um, when we listen with that, um, listening to understand, that's the you in my pause, listening to understand, not respond. So if we step into that, and when I say listen to understand, not respond, it's also <clears throat> fix. Guilty as charged, right? I don't want to see my kiddo hurt, so I'm just going to fix this. Oh, you didn't get your homework done? No problem. We'll do it together. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get invited to someone's birthday party? Oh, no problem. Let's go buy ice cream and I'll spoil you. Or fill in the blank, right? Versus really sitting in that uncomfortableness and helping our kids be okay that not every situation is going to go the way they anticipated. I don't get every situation I anticipate in my work, in my 
friend circles and whatever. And we have to give our kiddos the tools to be okay being uncomfortable. Perfect example. We was leaving the house last week and in the car. It must have been Friday. And my son's eight. He's like, hey, mom, you know, it was Dylan's birthday yesterday. I said, oh, cool. I said, is he doing anything? Is he having a party? He's like, yeah, he had his friends over the house. I said, oh, okay. I said, um, and who was there? And he said, Lucas, this one. That I said, uh, did, you, did you get an invite? He says, no, I, I didn't. And he says, they never invite me to anything. And we always invite them to our house. And I said, yeah. I said, that, that stinks. I said, but it is what it is, right? I know he likes you, but, you know, for whatever reason, he really never gets an invite to the kid's house. So I'm like, but I was just like, okay, now we can do better. I'm like, are you okay with this? He says, I'm okay. You can tell he's disappointed, but it just let it go. I didn't harp on it and be like, why is his mother doesn't like you? What, you know? Yeah. But perfect example how just letting him know, like, yeah, disappointment, it happens. It does. And and even with that situation, you could have even drilled in just a step further because I love how you showed, you showed up to help him. But how does it make you feel? How does it make you feel when you said, Dylan, Dylan yeah. had friends over and you weren't invited? And maybe it's truly Dylan could only have three friends over. Ex- exactly. And we don't even know this without that conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's that opportunity to say, kiddo not everything's going to go the way we had hoped Mm -hmm. and and we still want to love these people and show up and support them still invite him to your party if we can have all the kids just because we've had parties in the past where you invited everyone doesn't mean everyone can so exactly right right Right. exact oh so true and i'll even since you're on birthday parties when (laughs) my kiddos were little my my son was invited to a lot more birthday parties than my daughter it probably was just the way things were. Yeah. But how did we support our daughter to realize that, you know, because we had those conversations. What's wrong with me? How come I don't get invited? And it, it, we didn't have the answer, but we got to help her unpack her feelings. Aww. Yeah. Love it. All right. We still got four minutes left. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Continue. Well, I'm curious, do you have things, because I have, we get two more sessions, so are there things that are bubbling up that you've heard from fellow parents that we want to make sure next time and the last one that we have together um, that I'm focusing in on? So that's you, one question. covered everything, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and then the other thing I was just going to say, I'd love to continue these conversations. So if we, we can share that MKG Parent Coach and invite people to jump in to schedule those, those calls sometimes aren't easy. Those calls are, I have to be vulnerable and tell this person, I don't have all my stuff together. Even though it looks like I do, this is what happens in my home. And I go to bed at night really sad because I do have to yell to be heard in my house. I do have to have dinner with the computer right on. And I, I, my kiddos won't leave their room because of their screens. Fill in the blank. My kiddos won't help in the house. My kiddo makes me really nervous when they're driving. Whatever that situation yeah. is. Parents, parent coaching is a beautiful support in building those toolkits. Oh, that's perfect. I mean, we've covered everything. I mean, as yeah. a parent, again, mine are six and eight. I mean, mine is just the, the listening, the not wanting yep. to do the homework, not wanting yeah. to take the bath. They have to go to bed when they have to. I think they're kind of basic in nature. So yeah. I'm lucky there, but I still don't have it right. And I've tried some of your techniques and I try, but like, I like... That whole, it would be inappropriate now for me to, or 
maybe not, to ask my son today after school, uh, how did you feel when Dylan invited you to the party? Or it's just too too late, and then kind of like I'm it's hurting a, him. But I guarantee there'll be another or, situation. Okay, okay, but when it happens next time, ask how they're exactly. feeling. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's that opportunity to just practice those feeling words. Do you have one of those, because your kiddos are a little younger, um, those those little emoji face stickers where it'll no. be like, how I feel today. Um, I have, I think I have one very similar to that on my website. So if you jump okay. over to mkgparentcoach.com and then it's a, it's an emotions tracker so that it does help our kiddos really have those unpack. And you can do this with both your kiddos. It's the right age. It gives them the language so that they are learning these, these oh. compassionate words. Oh my, and the, where do we put them? Like, is it like on the fridge? Is there like a... Yes. You can even use it as a, your dinnertime conversation. It could just be on the, the table, your breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever meal you get to really hang out with your kiddos. It could be a weekend conversation. I like to remind parents that um, whatever the topic is, your kiddos are still young, though you may still already start these conversations. Mm-hmm. They have 101-minute conversations versus one big long conversation Mm. our kiddos need multiple touch points around screens around treating your friends the way you want to be treated and yeah all right well that's it my goodness so we'll have two more shows left not only we've had a lot but all right we've had a great uh absolutely and how did you want to leave off for today with everyone about yeah so i would welcome them to visit mkgparentcoach.com check that resource page schedule a call And then I'm thinking next time we'll talk about those friendships. We'll talk about relationships. And you're you're a segue with the birthday party. That's that's a great reminder of the importance of how do we show up for our friends. So that's a good one. All right. Thank you. Yeah. And when you commit to going to a party and then all of a sudden you got something better to do or you got another uh, invite. We've already committed to someone. We've done that before, too. And it was like and then arguing with the father saying, well, he doesn't want to go. He wants to go to this one. What's wrong with that? I'm like, no, no, no. We committed like two months ago, like RSVP. Like this is we we can maybe do both, but we have to be. Accountability. Got to teach our kids that. Yeah. Some adults don't even know that. All right. MKG oh, Parent good. Coach, uh, Mary Gugelsberg, thank you so much for today, as always. And we'll talk thank soon. You, All right? Yes. All right. Take Bye-bye. good care. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouthful, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.